Hey friends, welcome to our happy place with Christine and Leanne. We are happy to be with you today for episode five. Yes. We are in February. Right. Super Bowl Sunday is coming up this yeah. weekend. Out. Steelers. They they were looked so promising in the beginning and they just went south towards it the happens. end. We started the season out eleven and zero, and then yeah, they just went downhill from there. But yeah. that's all right. I watched Super Bowl for the commercials. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we will be um, not rooting for Tom Brady <laughs> <laughs> as a Steelers fan and just can't do that, but. May the best team win. Yeah. Either way, yeah. I'm like, eh. I would like to see the Chiefs, but it's still a, it's still a fun game to watch. It's still exciting when there's something big on the line. Yeah, that's when we tend to watch sports. Is when it's the big games, you know, yeah. World Series, NBA Finals, yeah, Super Bowl, all of those kinds of things. Yeah. So. You guys are more into soccer. Yes. When it comes to World Cup, then we're in for yeah. the games, okay, yeah, and we're there. That's fun, too. especially when England's playing or USA's right. playing. And we pay more attention to that, like, when it's, like, come down to the wire, like, the finals and all that stuff. So, yeah, Yeah. sports are fun. (laughs) And then when you follow a team, you got to extend some grace to your team a lot of times. You do. Because guess what? It's not easy to be a professional sports player, even though they get paid the big bucks to do it. Yeah. So, today, we are actually going to be talking about grace. Yes. And, um... That's what we call a transition. Yeah. Did you like that? Did you Was like that? that? Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> so, um, in preparing this, I realized a few areas that I had to extend uh, grace this week. One area I'm finding myself often is in regards to my new air fryer. I We recently had our microwave break, and I was like, well, let's just get an air fryer. We don't. We don't need a microwave. See, I don't see how you substitute <laughs> the air fryer for the microwave. It just can't be done in my house. My family is not happy about this, but <laughs> I may break, but <laughs> they're giving me grace right now, but they're... Okay, so let me get to it. I usually... I typically am the one to cook, and so either Rich or the kids clean up, and then the next day, I usually come down, and I look over to the air fryer, and it's dirty. It was Uh-oh. not clean, and I'm like, uh, I can feel it building up, but I'm like, you know what, perspective, at least my family is helping to clean up. Yeah, but yes. It, it is really hard. The other day, I made, well, the other night, I made asparagus in there. That's I like to do a lot of veggies yes. in there. the vegetables are good They're in so the good. Fryer. And so, just so you guys know, we have the same air fryer. Yes. It's the Cuisinart... Toaster oven, air fryer thing. Yeah. It's awesome. If you don't have one, I highly recommend investing in one. I love it. It, it, There's a learning curve to it. I've burned a a lot of things. (laughs) But I do love, like, the way it roasts veggies in there. Mm -hmm. The asparagus is so good. So then I'm looking at this day-old asparagus now, and I'm like, is it bad? (laughs) Like, I was so tempted to, like, go, can I save it? But you can't. No, not really. No, definitely no. not. But I was just like, dang it. <laughs> but um, what are some of the things that you really like to cook in there? Um, okay, so my kids have a 
an extremely varied palette of pizza, <laughs> chicken nuggets, things like that. Um, no, if we cook a full meal, like, they're good. They'll eat yeah. most things. But yeah. if it's up to them, if it's one of those nights where we're just rushing to make food or we're doing something else and we're making something, um, chicken strips, chicken nuggets, yeah. french fries. Those are really good in there. They're so good. And you don't have to add any extra oil. Even, like, I'll do home fry, like, homemade fries from potatoes, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, 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 for like real. Really. <laughs> um, and you do, you put a little bit of oil, but they're so good and they don't take that long. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's good. And I love doing the vegetables. Like my kids only like vegetables if they're roasted. So they won't eat yeah, them any other the way. The kids would never try asparagus before and they both tried it the other day and, or the other night, I keep saying day, but the other night and they both liked it. Like, yeah, I was asparagus like, oh. is not my favorite. Yeah, I, I love asparagus. I don't, I, but I don't, I like it more now because I get it crispy. And yeah. Yeah. It's going to be cooked like exactly the right way for me to eat asparagus. There's yeah. very few days that asparagus is done right <laughs> for me. I, however, love roasted Brussels sprouts. Oh, same. They're so good. And I just had those recently for the first time in... Um, was it maybe to Solfang, was it? No, no, I haven't oh, okay. before that. Okay. I mean, like four years ago. Oh, okay, okay. It's been a little while, but man, I love those things now. They're so good yeah. with some balsamic vinegar, yeah. especially when they got some bacon in them. Oh, I've done them with so like good. also with the heavy cream and the and the oh. parmesan. Oh, that's wow, really? Yeah, good. I can't do <laughs> that's that not as healthy. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. But there's no with parmesan. Like, <laughs> honestly, you get. Them pre-cut, you can get yes. the halves. Yes, in the that's how I like to order them too. And order. you toss yeah. them in some olive oil and some Parmesan cheese, yeah. and you're done. You yeah. don't have to do anything else. Yeah, so this good. is quickly becoming a food. <laughs> I know, right? So one more thing I love to cook in the air fryer: bacon. Yes. Oh my goodness, it's so easy to clean. So easy. It cooks perfectly. Okay. Love it. But since we're talking about bacon. Have you ever done candied bacon? No. Oh my gosh. So, your bacon. Take some brown sugar, put in some red hot, red pepper chili flakes, just a few, oh, just, oh, oh, and okay. um, spread it on your bacon before you cook it. Like, push that sugar in there, and then cook it. Candied bacon. Wow. It is amazing. I will be trying that. It's a special occasion food. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's not like your every... It's not your everyday it's bacon. It's not everyday bacon. No. So, yeah. Very good. Yeah, so, anyways, yeah, I just, I'm just, I, I just need to set the expectation, you know, and say, hey, guys. Check the air fryer. Please check the air fryer before, as you're yeah. cleaning up, yeah. you know, instead of me just seeing yeah. it, nobody's around, and I go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> And it does feel like we have to say the same thing. So many times before, before it sinks in. Sticks. Yeah. But yeah, so it is, we do have to just give the people in our house a little grace. Yes. Life is. And like I said, not they're normal. giving me grace not having a microwave right now because they're giving they... you a lot of grace because <laughs> I would not fly in my house. Our microwave just died and it was out for like two weeks and I thought I was going to die. Every time I'd go to. We end up with a lot of leftovers. So every time I'd go to reheat leftovers and I couldn't do it in the microwave, I was like, well, this one isn't going to reheat in a pan. This one. Oh, and yeah. We've so been figuring all that difficult. out. But we're doing it. Good for you, man. We're doing it. Except uh, the microwave popcorn. They're not. 
see him with my nephew. And microwave popcorn is a food group for my kid. <laughs> my little kid, he would like microwave popcorn is a food group. Yeah. So I know Rich tried to do it on the stove, and I do. I I was doing it in the pot, like because mm-hmm. I buy the not the microwave bags. I buy this other kind that's for our our popcorn popper that we have for like special occasions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a like a movie kind of popcorn thingy. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it has the two parts where it has the popcorn and then it has the oil separately. So I can do it in the pot and it just was a pain in the butt because then you got to clean the whole pot. Yeah. And whereas with my microwave bowl that it's for, it's mm-hmm. easier to clean, throw in the dishwasher. My pots can't go in the dishwasher. So, you know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that was that's a little tidbit. Of a little bit about Grace. Grace, just a little intro to Grace. So, um, we wanted to talk about Grace because it's such an important part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's the grace that we receive from God when we accept His Son and we get so we um, become saved, mm-hmm. or the grace that we offer to others when. Things aren't going quite the way we expected, or people do something that irks us or rubs us the wrong way, so that grace for others. And then also, the grace that we need to have for ourselves. Yes. Um, Especially, I know you've heard it a thousand times now since March 2020, (laughs) but things are still different. Mm -hmm. Things are still off. Yeah. It's still not quite right. And we're still processing a and lot through that. Yeah, there's still a lot of um, emotion involved in, in how life has been mm-hmm. this last almost year now. A lot of loss. Yeah. The loss. Losses the, are a big thing. Yeah, the loss of, not freedom, but that loss of the ability to see each other. The loss of a family member. The loss of a job. I don't know what. Other losses you the guys loss have in experienced. Loss of school person, yes. the loss of sports, the loss of there's so many there's so things. Much loss. There's so many ways that our lives are different, and we as as moms are expected to just adjust, yeah, and get it right, yeah, and just do it and fix it and make it the way everybody is comfortable. And it speaks to my personality in that. I don't want there to be conflict, Mm -hmm. so I want to kind of try and preempt all the the difficulties that there's going to be. I want to be ready for those and ready to have an answer and a solution Mm -hmm. to all of the problems so that nobody else has to feel uncomfortable. And in the end, I end up being overwhelmed Mm -hmm. by all the things I'm trying to anticipate and, and prepare for that may or may not become reality. So we have to take those times and those moments and figure out how to adjust it to our life. So this is where that grace from God becomes that um, example for us. And it becomes that um, guideline for how we do this. And I don't know how many of you grew up in church or how many of you have heard this, but the there's an acronym for grace that says God's riches at Christ's expense. Um, today in church, the sermon, um, the, 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 the youth pastor was speaking and he did an awesome job. Um, and he used 
the example that God makes a trade with us. Mm-hmm. He trades us his righteousness for our wickedness. And it's such an unequal trade. Yeah, it's, it's so like, it's so off <laughs> you know, um, we also growing up, I would always hear grace is getting what we don't deserve. And mercy is not getting what we do deserve. And those two go hand in hand. Wait, say that one more time. Okay. I want to hear that. So grace is getting what we don't deserve. So this free gift of salvation right. that we have done nothing to earn, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And mercy is not getting what we do deserve. So that gift of salvation oh, that gives us eternal it. life, so we're not sent to hell. Yeah. So we have eternal life instead of eternal damnation okay. because of God's mercy. And those two, grace, mercy, and love, all work together uh-huh. um, to provide us with that perfect example of God and how uh, how he cares for us. Um, so grace is not something that God does or gives. Grace or gracious is who God is. Mm-hmm. It's part of his attributes. He cannot separate it from who he is. Um, In Exodus 34, verses 6 and 7, it says, He passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Um, And then it goes on and it says, Yet he did not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and the fourth generation. So with that grace and with that mercy is also the justness mm-hmm. of God. Yeah. Um, and the way we avoid that punishment is to accept his Just gift. accepting it's, the gift. It's a gift. Just accept it and you avoid the punishment. Mm-hmm. And it's so awesome because now we are clothed in righteousness and we are righteous mm-hmm. because we believe. So, I just, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, as um, I was preparing for this week, it's funny you mentioned Pastor Christian, because I related so much to his message today as he was speaking on um, trying to prepare and really struggling and wrestling with God, what to... Like, in my head, I knew what I wanted to talk about, but I was trying yeah. to search for it and find the right find the right verses, find the right um, words, and even at one point trying to Google, <laughs> Google what I was thinking, trying to find what I wanted to talk about. And then, um, just so happened, I was just praying, I'm like, God... What do you want me to speak on? And instead of like, um, instead of finding those verses or those words, I've, I found a real life experience <laughs> where I had to go through the process of ex- extending grace, uh, mostly extending grace, I think. Um, and I don't, I'm not going to talk about the situation, but I do want to talk about the way I was able to react to the situation with a, a grace-focused perspective, yeah. because that was not my initial reaction. It um, really is. 
the initial reaction. Right. Like, when we feel... Not just you. I didn't mean you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I know what you meant. I wasn't taking it personal. <laughs> but, um, thankfully, I've really been in this habit of preparing my heart for whatever may be coming at me each day. And I, I say the Lord's Prayer each morning just in a preparation that God can search my heart and see, um, kind of, you know, praying that prayer, search my heart, create in me a pure heart, just because I know if I lean into my own tendencies, that's not where my heart's going to end up. It's going to get confused and rattled and all these things. So I've been trying to be very intentional about praying that prayer each morning as I'm waking up and before I go through my prayer list, I go through the Lord's Prayer um, and just kind of try to personalize it to what I'm experiencing. So that's just been like one of those spiritual, I'm not calling them disciplines anymore. I'm calling them spiritual delights. Delights. I like it. Right? I there thought of that. I was like, I, am, I do not do well with discipline. That word <laughs> freaks me out. I know it's important, but I really want to look at this. You know, the spiritual disciplines as delights because it's building a relationship. How do we build strong relationships? We delight in them, right? right? We We spend time together. Quality time. We talk. We communicate. We enjoy each other. So I've just been making that shift in my mindset. Thank you. (laughs) So So as I was experiencing... Um, something that I felt myself going to react to in my flesh, I had to pause and think, okay, take a moment, let it sit in, feel the feels, like the disappointment, the hurt, embarrassment, anything that's going through your mind at that moment that can, if you react in that mode, right, it's make the situation very different it escalates the situation right where you're like well that escalated quickly (laughs) and i don't i mean i don't get me wrong i have those moments all the time but in this particular situation luckily i was on a walk when it happened and it was i was filling my spirit at that time in the right place and i just said okay so i had been preparing my heart i had paused my reaction and then i prayed and I said, yeah. God, help me through this. Give me guidance on how to respond. And give me eyes to see something that I'm not seeing. You yeah. know? And um, So I just um, wanted to soften my heart so it would be sensitive to God's voice. So that was the next thing. And then I felt like I was in the spot to pursue peace. Right. And, and go into the situation, resolve it right. without throwing a lot of guilt or shame into right. the situation and just, here you go. Like, let's, right. let's talk right. through this. Let's work through it. Let's, yeah. And just extending that grace and making that grace a big point. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. Not ending up with regret and reacting in the situation because one of the things that I've always tried to um when I'm teaching Bible study or when I'm even talking to my kids is that 
the only thing we control in a situation is how we respond. And if we're giving grace, then we've done everything we can to make sure the situation is not blowing up. Right. You know, we've, we've played our part. We've done our thing to follow what God has asked us to do. Yeah. The only thing we're in control of is ourselves. Yeah. So how we respond, how we react. And I think a lot of times we, um, I heard Craig Rochelle say this in a sermon recently that we respond, wait, how do I say this? We judge others on their actions, but we judge ourselves on our intentions, yeah. right? And like, so true. And you're like, Paul, when someone approaches us about something, you know, usually in a conflict right. way, and you're like, whoa, I didn't, that's not what I meant. Right. But it doesn't change the fact that they felt it that that's way. how they received it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. that's why communication and yes. taking time to respond is so important because right. when you come back defensively, right. that just escalates like and we said before. But some people have that, that gift of being able to have a conversation right there on the spot and, you know, get it all out there. I am not one of those not people. I need to process. I need to figure out what happened, figure out what I did, because chances are I've forgotten what I did by right. this point, right. and, and see how I can address the situation without creating conflict. Yeah, and I was glad that I woke up the m- next morning not feeling regret of yeah. the way I reacted, because I've yeah. had those mornings oh, yeah. <laughs> very often, do. but actually... As soon as I woke up that next morning, the first thought that I had was something that God revealed to me about the situation that I did not even think of. And I was like, whoa, like it was so humbling and just a perspective that I was like, oh, okay, I can see that, you know, so, but I couldn't see it in that moment. No, yeah. It took time. Yeah. It takes a little minute or, you know, God's like, just for a minute and mm-hmm. I got something for you yeah that's gonna help you know yeah. so he's good that way so now we come to the harder I think I feel the hardest part of grace and grace for ourselves oh yeah that ability 100%. To, <laughs> to allow ourselves to not be perfect to allow ourselves to make mistakes to allow ourselves to ask forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things are really, really hard for us. Um, this year has not helped with that. Mm-hmm. 2020 did not help with that. Mm-hmm. We had things added to our plates. Um, I have to feed my kids like three times a day. I know. Like, what? <laughs> I know. You know, <laughs> at least when they were at school, somebody else was taking yeah, care of or they had, Yeah. You know? Or they had their lunch packed. Or they, or whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> my kids liked to buy yeah so and I was happy to let them buy yeah. it was not a problem for choose me. your battles right yes absolutely so now here we are we have everybody in our space all the time mm-hmm. um, I went from having hours where nobody else was home yeah to people are home all the time and asking for something all the time and I'm trying to be prepared for all the things that could happen. Yeah. And make sure that nobody feels discomfort. Right. Um, but 
and so what? Yeah, you're trying to keep the peace in your own home. Yes. Like, there's a big, yeah. that's been a big focus for me. And you can stress yourself out oh, over that, trying sure to keep can. the peace, you know? For sure you but, can. I, you know, I had to tell one of my kids, they just were just, would not stop. And I was like, I just need to be alone for a little yes. bit, please. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> And I, my kids are pretty good. Mason will go out and he'll play yeah. um, for a while. But when he is home, he needs my 100% attention. Yeah. I Let me correct that. <laughs> he wants my 100% yeah. attention. Yeah. And so it, it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. And I want to do it all right. right. I want to not make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I want to not have them going to counseling of course. in 20 years always, complaining like, about their like, mother. Oh, man, is this you know? really jacking them up right now? <laughs> Just screw it up royally. You know, and, and we forget that this is not the life that God intended for us. Right. God intended for us, it says in John 10, 10, I have come so that they may have life. And may have it more abundantly. Mm. Abundantly. What an amazing word. Yeah. We we live this little life here. And he wants us to live a big life in him. Mm-hmm. And that means trusting him. And that means letting go. Do you think sometimes we get scared of the big? Oh, for sure. <laughs> big is big. <laughs> big is scary. You know my word for this year is small. It's small, <laughs> Um, but I think having a big life in God doesn't necessarily mean it's big. I it see, yeah. means it's completely in him. Yeah. That we're trusting him. Right. For all like big of the trust, di- big, big peace, trust, big, big peace, uh-huh. big rest. Oh, rest. Yes. Big rest. And we try and hold the reins. And we try and control the way the train is going. Mm-hmm. And this train is on its own set of tracks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have to let go. Yeah. And we have to let go of the expectations that we've set for ourselves. We have to let go of that idea of perfection. Yeah. And live under that law of grace where we are not enough on our own. Mm-hmm. We are never enough on our no. own. We need Jesus. And without him... We are going to be in trouble. Yeah. And so um, I just think it's it's so important for us to remember that we don't have control in this life as much as we want to think we have control in this life. It's hard because everything around us is telling us we need to control things, you know, and instilling fear in us and doubt and insecurity and and all. Yeah, we feel if we don't then nobody will. Right. You know, if we don't have control of it, then nobody has control of it. If we don't keep on top of all of the things, then nobody will keep on top of all of the things. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay to let the things go a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to do an inventory of the things and say, which ones are filling my soul? Mm -hmm. Which ones are bringing glory to God, mm-hmm. which ones do I have to do, like laundry and dishes, yes. you know, yeah. <laughs> there's some of those, Yeah, you know, but which ones 
did I pick up because I didn't want somebody to think I wasn't doing enough? Right. Which ones did I add to the list because I want to look like the perfect mom? That's Which where, ones? For me, that's where like people pleasing comes in yeah. and worrying about what other people think. Yeah. I think then it becomes back to where I'm like, am yeah. I enough? <laughs> we have to give ourselves the grace to say no. Yeah. To the things that aren't going to add to our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I This week, I had something come up that it's a big thing that I'm being asked to consider. Mm-hmm. And I've done it before. Um, and it's can be overwhelming mm-hmm. and can take my time and my brain power and... And do you have the bandwidth for do that I right now? Do I have the bandwidth for that While right now? Well, you still have your son who's exactly. doing remote learning. Exactly. I mean, and both kids, but yeah. your son is the one where you need to put a lot of attention right now. Yeah. And, and I have to decide. And there are times to say yes. Absolutely. It's, not, it's all, not always about being like, nope, nope, nope. Can't when do I it. said can't yes the last time I did this, it was the right answer to yeah. say yes. Yeah. But I don't know if it's the right answer to say yes now, because I do have other things on my plate that I didn't have on my plate back then, like this podcast. And it's important to me. Yes. And it's, you know, this is something that I have to make sure that I have the time set aside to do the preparations and the time for recording and all of these things. And do you feel this? Because I'm feeling things trying to pull me away. I don't know if you felt that or not, but I'll have things that are coming up that are, and I'm like, okay, we just either got to work around it or make it happen, you know? Yeah. But it's important. Yeah. So we know our priorities. Yeah. And where they're lining up yeah. with our, our hopes to please God. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the whole reason we started this podcast was to please God. Mm-hmm. We really felt like God was saying, do this. Mm-hmm. Do this, have this conversation, have these conversations about me mm-hmm. so others can hear them. Yes. You know, and others can feel a part of it and can hear your voices and hear your perspectives and and, and, and they know. have value. Yeah. You know, yeah. because we are seeking him through yeah. these things. So so yeah, so we definitely have to um Make sure that we're giving ourselves grace. Make sure that we're not expecting perfection. Mm-hmm. Make sure that what we... Um, Even with this podcast, we're going to mess up. Oh, yeah. We're going to say... I've already double, triple thought some of the things I've said. And I'm like, oh, gosh, yeah. I hope that was received in the right way. Yeah. And But that's out of my control. And you don't see us when things go wrong on this back <laughs> side here. Um, we have, we have recording difficulties. We will be on a roll and we'll look at the computer and it's stopped. And then we're like, but all those wonderful thoughts are gone. They're scratched and we got to redo, but you know what? It turns out the way it's supposed to each and every time. I believe it 100% that God knows what he's trying to tell you through our words. And we are just here to be vessels of that. Yeah. So... I hope that this week you can find God's grace, you can find some grace for others, and you can most importantly, well, not most importantly, but pretty importantly, find grace for yourself. Yes, for sure. And I just want to share um, uh, Ephesians 2, let's see, I'm looking at the message version. 
Ephesians 2, 7 through 10. Now God has us where he wants us with all the time in this world and the next to shower grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. Saving is all his idea and all his work. All we do is trust him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start to finish. We don't play the major role. If we did, we'd probably go around bragging about, uh, go around bragging that we've done the whole thing. No, we neither make or nor save ourselves. God does both the making and saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to join him in the work he does, the good work he has gotten ready for us to do, work we had better be doing. Wow, that's good. <laughs> love the message. I, I do love, love the message. I love seeing just different perspectives yeah. of the Bible, too. Like, just other people's yeah. perspectives. Some people challenge that. Yeah. I think it's I good think, to take in things different ways from yeah. different... And I feel if, if you're not. struggling with a verse, if you're reading in the NIV or the NTSB or whichever version you're reading in, and you're struggling to understand a verse, go to the message and take a look and just see if that helps to clarify it up. Because it's such a simplified language. Yeah. It's such a story language. It is. Um, I'm reading Job right now in my through the Bible in a year on She Reads Truth. And I'm 14 chapters into Job, and I'm not sure at all what's happened. <laughs> I was reading a comment, and somebody said, I switched to the message for Job. And I was like, oh, I need to do that. Yeah, so, sometimes it does. You just need a yeah. little switch. And Today's Job reading, way more clear than yeah. yesterday's Job I reading. will. Like, if I'm struggling with to understand a verse I will look at different versions mm -hmm, often and then the message yeah. usually does a pretty I'll good do, job yeah I'll do several like, translations ah, but <laughs> the message is definitely the one that just it's pretty blunt <laughs> it can be pretty blunt sometimes which is sometimes what I sometimes, need yeah, so. sometimes we need blunt <laughs> yeah so. alright well um, 